This episode is actually sponsored by Yakir Markowitz again. The Ilu Nishmas, his father, Shmuel Zev Benoyach Tzvi, passed away this week. There's a famous uh, comedian by the name of uh, Seinfeld. There's a God-shaped hole inside of man's heart. So what do you say? If you want to come to a close Hashem, don't pick your nose. Baruchim Aboyim, welcome everyone. We're about to begin, Bez Hashem, another episode of Teresa Vigda Chat. This episode is actually sponsored by Yakir Markowitz again. Um, it's sponsored by Ilu Nishmas, his father, Shmuel Zev Benoyach Tzvi, who passed away this week. And Yakir is the brother of Amichai Markowitz, who's the author of Teresa Vigder and the, uh, the founder of Teresa Vigder. So uh, his father, Shmuel Zev, had a tremendous chus. The entire movement, the Teresa Vigder movement, is all because of him. So we uh, we hope that the the chat is Ilan uh, Shama. So, but like I said, I think that really everything that we're doing is all is all as a result of his son's work, as a result of Amichai's work, and it's and it's his achus. So, what do we have this week? Ah, so this week we have Pashas Yisrael. We're coming to an end of all the fun descriptive Pashas, and uh, and I think we're reaching a, a climax with uh, with Matan Taita. And I think that um, there's no better way than to start. This is piece is actually actually what got me hooked on on Teresa Vigder, on Rebbe Vigder, maybe twenty five years ago, approximately twenty four years ago. Which piece? And this piece. Five seven what? eight zero. Approaching to see. Rebbe Vigder says that the greatest secrets of of this world that we live in is the human wish to see Hashem, to get close to Hashem. And all of our instincts, everything that we as humans are seekers, like he says, Mave Zeudam, um Bubakama, for those that are with the program, uh we know about Mava and Hava. Mava is Adam or Udam as I say. And what that means is man is a seeker. He he's always moving. He's going. He's looking. And Rabbi Vigda talks at length about the traveler. You always want to travel. You want to see. You want to conquer. And it all comes down to the. He says. He says a man. A man wakes up in the middle of the night, and he has that yearning and that longing, and so he goes downstairs and opens the refrigerator. Exactly. He's always looking. So, and of course that instinct is was put in. I actually asked him this. I asked him, I, I met him on the street on Ocean Parkway, and I asked him, so if that instinct is meant to get close to Hashem, why do Gayim have it? Um, it's a very simple, like a childlike question, I guess. But he answered, what do you mean? We were all created in the same, in the same way. And they also have a spiritual... I don't remember the words he used, but he that was that was his message that that everyone has a, a spiritual component to try to try to get closer to to the creator. Sometimes uh, Goyim have it more than more than Jews. Right. I had somebody called me up this week. He says um, he's a Balchuva and his wife is a Giyaris. So I said, you know, what's the background there? He said, you know, he grew up in uh, somewhere in New Jersey and he was conservative and they went to uh, synagogue for high holidays. And uh, and then he was in college, and he met this girl from Miami, 
and uh, things started getting serious. So he told his mom, and his mom was like, "Wait, she's not Jewish." So he said, "So you know, what? no, she has to convert." So he told her, "You have to convert." She said, "Well, no problem. But what, what's what's Judaism all about?" So they ended up uh, searching for what Judaism is all about, and she's the one who who brought him in, who made him religious, and now he's reading Teresa Vigner and watching Teresa Vigner chat. Incredible. It's amazing. So, and he also, I think that this goes both ways, and that uh, Victor speaks about this. Um, that this is this this inherent uh, longing, wishing to get closer, is also the cause of the great, all the troubles and misfortune mis in the world because people can't sit still. People are looking to do things, and um, and 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 someone who doesn't have the framework and doesn't understand this. Has has a lot of confusion. He's not he's not sure what he's seeking, and therefore he invents all types of things, like we see now with the woke wokeism. People with people wearing the mask, people uh, people uh, looking to to completely disrupt their their lives and other people's lives because they're they're just they're just looking for something. They're not sure what they're looking for. So this is a very 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 major underlying principle, I think, in. Uh, in the world and in uh, Teresa Victor specifically. It's like there's like a vart out there that there's a, there's a God-shaped hole inside of man's heart. Everybody has that hole and it's it's waiting to be filled up with with uh, with Torah, with Yiddishkeit, with, with Hashem. So, um, are we ready for are we ready for five seven eight one? Sure are. What's the what's the title? Uh, the title. So. This 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 uh, this is the famous uh, famous uh, hating joke that we as kids had to endure every year. And it's an ear that listens, and it's the Rasha Mashmiyashima. What did Yisrael hear? Vishma Yisrael. What what did he hear? What's that hearing? What's that hearing? That only works in Yiddish. Can we can we translate that? Hearing hearing. Yeah, works. It works in English. Not, it doesn't work as well, but it it works. Right, right. Um, so, and remember, says yesterday didn't come for the herring. He came for the, he came for the toilet. Like uh, there's a famous, there's a famous uh, comedian by the name of uh, Seinfeld, and 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 he had a, a show that a lot of people are familiar with, and and there was one episode where the Jew converted just for the jokes, oh, because all the good Jewish jokes. So he became a guy just 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 to join in on the jokes. So uh, Yisrael did not come for the jokes. I think it's fair to say, right? Definitely. Rav Pinchas, you ask him, or or you think maybe he did come for that? No, no. Chazal Shulam. Yisrael, Yisrael is Vayishma uh, Yisrael, and he he listened. And Rabbi Miller talks about how remarkable that is that he was a person who listened, and he says that you know nowadays nobody listens, but he says, imagine. You dedicate your life to studying Chayvus Avavus, and you're learning every day Chayvus Avavus. All of a sudden, one day, you hear there's a knock on your door, and look who's here. The author, the Chayvus Avavus himself, he came to your door. He came to knock on your door. He says that's what happened with Yisrael. Yisrael spent his whole life searching for the truth, and then one day, Moshe Amis, the Sadduce Amis, Moshe shows up to his door. So, so he says that's that's how Hashem designed the world. That if you're if you're looking to find the truth, 
then the truth is going to come to you. But you have to be willing to look. You have to be willing to search. You have to be willing to listen. And it's a very, that's, that's the avoider, to, to learn how to listen. She says that the whole world heard. Everyone heard. That's the Shmiya, Ma Shmiya, Shema, Vayishma Yisrael. What did he hear? Everyone heard about it. But he actually listened. And that's the whole avoider is when we hear things. We always hear things. We have to listen. He says that Rambam said, Vikasha took him on a cipher, the Gatis Rambam, that he wrote the letter to his son. Vikasha took him on a cipher, the Gatis Rambam, that he wrote the letter to his son. Rambam, right? took him on a cipher, when you rise from learning, you have to think about, okay, what did I just learn? Is there something that I can apply to my life? And so in Yiddish we say here and did here. You have to really, really listen to what you what to what to what you actually heard. And um that's the that's the that's the that's the main message of of Yisroy's hearing. Um that of we course, have to hear. that piece in the bulletin where he talks about how to learn Musr. So Ramela says that it changed his life to see in Slobotka how they would go one line over and over for an hour straight, just this one line. That's how they would learn Musr. I think so, I think yeah. When he talks about the darkness of of Shalashudas and 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 this this the sound, I think he goes into it at length. Um, I mean, he says it here, but I, I don't know if he says it longer somewhere. Or this is just very impactful how he says it. So he didn't have any lights in the yeshiva by Shalashudas, and they were sitting in the dark, Matzah Shabbos already by this man, and everyone was saying a line to himself louder and louder and louder and louder until they were all screaming. That one sentence, that one, um, that one sentence. So, it's 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 about learning something and really, really, really internalizing it. Right. He he says over there, and in, 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 I think in the booklet we we stuck it in that he says he says you come learn Masilis Yisharim with me. I guarantee you, you'll be a different person if you learn Masilis Yisharim with me. So, I mean, we know that now we have, it's actually right behind me, right here, the set of Mrs. Sharm with uh, Rabbi Miller's parish. And you go through it, it changes you. Because he, because he learned Musr and he listened to what the Musr was telling him and he, he taught us how to apply it. Uh... So 5782 takes us into this same concept of learning and really learning from your Rebbe. And, and it's titled Consulting the Sages. And the Miller describes the difference between a, a book, learning from a, from a cipher, and learning from a Rebbe. And what he says is that Rebbe's, a Rebbe is human, and you, you, you learn how to be human. So if there's a guy, he says, here's a guy. He's, he's learning, he's starting a Taisvis. And in the middle, he puts his, his hand in here, and then he puts it under his arm, under his armpit. And, and he says, Taisvis won't tell him, Feh, don't do that. <laughs> he was a big stickler for proper hygiene, uh, Victor. But but if you have a rabbi, he'll he'll criticize you, and if you don't have good manners, he's going to correct you. The people came to to Moshe and they said, uh, Moshe Rabbeini, our teacher, we want to come close to Hashem. So what do you say? If you want to come to a close to Hashem, don't pick your nose. <laughs> don't don't cough on somebody's face. You should be polite to people and say thank you. Um, it reminds me of uh, of of your of your grandfather who was just nifter, Matchashmiel Yonison Berkovich, and he would tell people, <laughs> "Not nice to pick your nose." He was 
He was he was a real uh, proper. Uh, he was a live Rebbe like that. Live Rebbe. Um, so 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 with the Rebbe, besides for learning the Torah, you also swallow a big dose of their cheretz, of um, good behavior, of how 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 to how to have proper shul bias, how to behave with your kids, and so after a while of of learning learning with 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 the Rebbe, learning with Moshe Moshe. In in uh, forty years, learning with Moshe, people people's lives changed. It was a it was a live. Um, I mean, what you, what you just what you just threw out there about the, that that having a rabbi changing your shalom bias and your kids, it's 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 such a foundational principle that Rabbi Miller uh, he wrote a, a marriage contract for a couple. You're going to get married. This is a you have to you have to enter into a, a contract, and I think there's only five things there on the list, but one of them is. That we have to have a rebbe, and and he put into the contract who the rebbe is. In case of anything, you go to the rebbe because it really resolves all conflicts. Whenever there's some, whenever any issue comes up, if you know that there's somebody here who has the last word, that's what it is. You go to the rebbe, and and he uh, and he takes care of it. A, a, a wife has a complaint against her husband. The husband doesn't have a shul, right? What's she gonna do if he has a rebbe? She call up the rebbe and complain. Same thing about the husband. He complained about his wife. I don't know if he's going to accomplish anything, but still, he could try. Right? Not no, even. But but, it, but, it, but there's a big issue that a lot, a lot of people have with this, and, and Rabbi Miller raises it in this booklet. And he says, uh, people say, okay, listen, if I would have the Rebbe, you know, if Rabbi Miller would be alive today, oh, if only I would have this one, if only. And he says that, the, 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 the Gemara says, the Gemara says, if, I, if if the Rebbe is like a Malach Hashem, then then you, you can learn from him uh, that a Rebbe has to be like a Malach. He says people read this, learn this Gemara, they, they learn it the wrong way. They think it means that if the Rebbe is a Malach, then he'll, he'll be my Rebbe. Ramila says, no, that's not, that's not how it is. It's if he seems to you to be a Malach. What's a Malach? A Malach is a Shliach of Hashem. A Malach is a messenger of Hashem. Hashem runs runs the world. Hashem t- runs everything, every aspect of our li- life. And if Hashem put us in under this Rav, in this Shul, it means that this this Rebbe, he's the Shliach of Hashem to, to tell me, to, to instruct me. And so, if I look at the Rav, that he's a Shliach of Hashem, then I'm ready to accept from him and I'm ready to learn from him and, and, I'm, and it's possible for me to grow. But if I look at him just as you know another guy, I majored in law and he majored in rabbinic studies, I'm not going to get anywhere. No, and it goes even, it goes even further because Rabbi says, you think, you think in Moshe Rabbeinu's times, the Gemara says but, that even in Moshe Rabbeinu's times, people looked at him and they said, oh, he's thick thighs. Thighs. He's a a fat guy. He's a big, he's a big guy. Look at him. What's he eating? You know, people made comments about Moshe Rabbeinu himself. So people always say, oh, if only I had this one, if only I had that one. If you would have had this one, you would have had that one, you would have found enough to criticize. So, and, and, you know, people always complain, ah, there there is no, today, there's no G'daylam today. There's no one to go to. Ah, you know, I wish I would have gone to him. There's always people to go to. And, and, then, always... and then two weeks later, the Godel passes away, and they're like, oh, why didn't I go to him when he was still around? Yep. 
So uh, this is a very apropos uh, shtickle. Five, seven, eight, three together at Sinai. And we're talking about Achtas. And we're talking about Achtas, not in terms of um, just Achtas, but in terms of the the holiness, the Kedisha that comes down when people are together. The like Gemara says, and is called by a Suda Shkinta Shaya. Ten people are together. Shkina is Shaya there. Shkina is resting there. And he says, not ten. This doesn't mean that ten Jews get together making jokes. But if ten Jews come together for a holy purpose, the Davana to learn, Hashem is there. And it's interesting. I just heard a shear from Israeli Bornstein about um, different, different, uh, uh, different uh, items that are makes on pusleides, and in fact, it's brought down that most most of them, and some sefer brings down that most of these things that uh, that we accepted that uh, a item uh, puts you as pusleides actually doesn't because uh, you know there was a question, there was a whole question, someone who 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 uh, he beat up. He beat up a, a, another Eid. Like he gave someone a real beating. And someone who does that, um, according to, I think, Chaim HaKadmoinim, is who's lightest. And he can't, and he can't account him for a minion. So, so they, brought, they, brought, they brought the question to Chassam Seifer, I think. And uh, I believe, I believe um, I'm quoting the story correctly. And he said, you can answer, you can answer mine, you can have a minion. It's not a problem. I think that guy ended up being a chiv. So today, ten Jews get together. It's uh, we're we're not getting much better. So this this is what we have. So otherwise, we're gonna postle every minion. So every ten ten you can get together and they daven together. We're 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 good. But uh, they have to daven together. They have to learn together. So um, and then he brings the famous the famous vat. How come six hundred thousand people? Why are we talking? And, and of course, it's uh, it means they were they were everyone was ba'achtas, everyone was together, and and he says that that Rambam says that that's when after there was achtas and after all the Yidden were together. There was so much, so much kedusha coming down for six hundred thousand Jews. Imagine for ten years, for a million, this is six hundred thousand people. So that's when that's when Hashem was able to come down. And uh, Rabbi Miller always talks about Bar Park and Williamsburg and how much he loves going there because it's full of Yidden that 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 look like Yidden, act like Yidden, and uh, and he says Hashem is there. If there's Yidden that are um, there's groups of Eden, there's numbers of Eden, Hashem is there. So it's a holy Miller, place. Miller mentions in that booklet, he says that he was once in Satmer, Jean Rabbe, by the Satmer roof. But the Rebbe is in line here, Amani Yoel. So he, he says it, made, it had a profound impact because you could be a philosopher and you could learn Svarim, and at the end of the day, you come to Satmer and you just hear hundreds of people shouting. It's It's a... You're living Yiddishkeit. You're not studying it. it. It changes. So when you're with people, when you're with a lot of people, he says it elevated us. That that uh, that Maimed Har Sinai, that uh, event, is what what 
elevated us from just another people to becoming the nation of Hashem. He brings Beautiful. in the booklet, he brings a story of the Ramban. The Ramban had to debate uh, Christianity, Pablo Cristiani, uh, a Christian uh, scholar. So he had to, so at the debate, Ramban said, he said, look, Hashem called us all together to give us the Torah. If he wants to give a new edition, he wants to give us a new testament, he has to do it again. Uh, you know, Call another he, meeting. Yeah, he didn't call a meeting. I don't know. I, I was only in the first meeting. So, so it elevated us. That's what, that's what uh, set us apart. That's what gave, gave, gave us the Torah. And, and these words that he uses, that it elevated us, he uses also very often, Rabbi Miller, that we elevate it. We elevate the Maimed Harasina. We're constantly going to speak about it, speak about it to our children, speak about it all the time. Uh, remember that time when Hashem took us all together and He gave us the title? Remember how it went into our bones, into our blood? How, we, how exciting that time was? And you describe it, uh, how the heavens were storming, thundering and lightning. And like, Hashem, Hashem came down. Everybody was together. Everybody witnessed it and everybody saw it. Everybody felt it. Everybody died and had to be brought back to life. So if we, we talk about it constantly, we bring it up in conversation, it changes us. Wonderful. What a week. I mean, uh, the lessons of of Achtas and Kedusha and and listening to to a Rebbe and and learning from learning from a Rebbe and uh, what else did we discuss? Um, seeking seeking uh, to get close to Hashem. Such I feel so privileged to discuss these uh, these principles, um, even though I'm I'm very far from applying it. But just discussing it already already makes me happy for you know forty minutes a week. Um, I, I see there's two letters. I still don't see the critical, hateful letters, but I think we should give a shout-out to RZ from Brooklyn, who says that uh, the daily inspiration from from the uh, Torah Savigdar is um, the, the question-answer. She's very, very impressed by the daily inspiration, and the pictures are very meaningful. Thanks for doing such a wonderful job. Hashem should give us kaiches and resources to continue. Give you kaiches, the, the team, Team Torah Savigdar. And then ST from Yerushalayim wanted to take a minute to thank you for creating and sending out the daily emails. It's incredible to still feel like I can learn directly from Rabbi Miller and he's speaking straight to me. The answers you share from Rabbi Miller as well as the practical idea on the bottom are just a way to keep me inspired and connected through the day. Thank you for all that you do to preserve the Torah of the Miller and keep us educated and inspired. I think people actually feel like he's like a living Rabbi for them. Like the, the words, the way that the team at Teresa Vigder um, puts together the, the stuff is really, really, um, it makes it feel very, very real. More real than the original almost. Yes, I guess Rabbi Michai is the Rabbi. Uh, Rabbi Michai Markowitz, we give him the credit. He has a lot of Talmudim. Incredible. So, um, yeah, so we appreciate, we definitely appreciate the letters. Thank everybody who sends in letters. And we appreciate the uh, the listeners and the watchers and the sponsors. And we hope to see you again next week.